A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Welcome, queens! <laughs> Finally, Welcome. we're starting the show. <laughs> queens, grab a drink, grab your doobie, <laughs> grab your husband's dick, and start stroking, because I've got a southern story. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go online. Mmm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. They French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's reality, yes. Let's love. Uh, well, Spill, is that this, so this is why you're two hours late. Y'all. It's okay, I didn't have anything to do. He did. You know what? I actually don't feel bad because he didn't. He didn't, he didn't it's have, true. I'm not fucking anybody. Yeah, you're fine. I can just be on grinder. I'm like, I'm really not doing this right now. I'm just exactly. talking. Exactly. Um, and grinder's like, what the fuck are you even on for? <laughs> y'all, it's true when they say Oklahoma, where the wind comes sweeping down the plains. It's been very windy here, more than normal. And even my family's like, can you believe it's so windy? You're like, I don't believe this. So this anyway. is reality gaze, by the way. You know, this is reality <laughs> gaze. Welcome to reality gaze. My name is Matt Marr, and I'm with my wonderful co-host, Poodle, aka Jake Anthony. Hello. Hey, Hello. Like all. Mike's hot. Uh, is it? I I never like listening to your voice, so I'm not a good judge. <sighs> That's fair. I ordered my, my new mic will be here tomorrow. I'm excited. Anyway, and you're gonna go oh, with the one you broke. Yeah, that's not going to happen. When I broke mine, I was lectured over and over again for 15 to 20 minutes. Well, because you're hard on things. But yeah, me, but you're not. You're I was fine. getting up to help my dad wipe his ass. That was it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I want your father's cancer to be cured so much so because it will help you from using it as an excuse. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Don't know what you mean. Um, okay, y'all. We'll see how this goes. Poodle and I are on our third vodka. And so I'm on uh, my second. You're more in it than me. You're poor, you pour and your poor makes it fourth. So I won't have it. We're sitting here and it's me and my dad. And uh 
my uh and so i know that i have some y'all i have family that just comes over they just open the door and you hear yeah i hate that like, okay well they're here well it's because so, they all live in your town it's like my family everyone just lives within i live in town so 10 miles one, of everybody there's this one door of my dad's place it's kind of where i do my podcast yes where the popcorn with the urinal on top of it is <laughs> that room for some of you that saw that um in the video um you uh shut the door and the door shuts like you hear it click and everything unbeknownst to me when it's windy the door blows open and you have to lock it okay i did not know that <clears throat> y'all cut to i go outside and throw out the trash i shut the door my aunt Peggy comes in. She brings her dog, uh, Sophie, and we're like, "Woo! It is windy! It is so windy!" And Sophie's everyone around, talks about the wind, yeah. And we're looking for Emmy, my dad's little white Maltese, pride of his life, joy in his heart. As he <laughs> said before, if anything happens to that dog, just put me under. It don't matter. <laughs> exact words. So we're like. Emmy and Sophie love each other. They like, and Sophie's this cute, ironically enough, a cute little schnauzer. And so they're running around. And then I'm like, why, where, where's Emmy? Sophie's running around. And so I'm like, I don't know where she is. My dad's in the bedroom and I go and look and the door is open. Oh no. Which means the dog probably got out and it's (gasps) night in the middle of the country and we have coyotes and I'm thinking, oh my God. Oh, she's a male. Coyotes just ate my dad's dog. He's going to have to bury nothing by the dog that died eight months ago that he cried for eight months about. Holy fuck. My dad's going to die tonight. Like, this is what I'm thinking in my head. So I'm like, I don't want to say anything. So I just go out and I'm looking for the dog. And I'm like, yimmy, yimmy. I can't find her. I can't find her. And also, y'all, I don't know if you, this is my experience with Maltese's. They're cute dogs, but they're kind of bitches, and they don't do anything that you want them to do. Yeah, a Maltese they're, they're, does what they want to do. A lot of attitude. Yeah. They're not going to fucking come to you. No. Well, finally, I can't find this. So I come back I in. I respect that. I know. My dad's still, <laughs> my Aunt Peggy's fixing herself like a little peanut butter and honey sandwich because she's hungry. So she's making a sandwich, and Sophie's trying to, and I take it, Peggy, and I said, so when my when my dad and I go to Houston, my Aunt Peggy keeps Emmy. So Emmy and Sophie and Emmy loves my Aunt Peggy. Loves her, loves her, loves her, loves her. So when my Aunt Peggy, she fixes herself a sandwich. She's fixing a sandwich. And I said, I can't find this fucking dog. I don't, Emmy got out. And she said, don't tell your dad. And so, <laughs> I love it when we start keeping secrets so immediately. She said, <laughs> she's it's like, very Chelsea. well family. And I mean, without a beat, my Aunt Peggy says, Chelsea, I forgot my pot roast is going to burn. I got to get that home to feed Jerry, but I love you. And she just walks out the door, gets in the car and says, get in the car. And so we go and start driving around. And we're driving around looking for the dog because it's a huge neighborhood. You just can't walk it. Yeah. And it's dark. And I don't have a fucking flashlight. So I'm trying to use my iPhone flashlight. Do you know how (laughs) bad those are looking for a dog? So my Aunt Peggy says, here, hold my sandwich because she was trying to drive and eat. <laughs> so she hands me the sandwich and the dog, the schnauzer is trying to eat her sick sandwich. And she said, oh, just give it to her. I don't care at this point. So I give the dog the sandwich. We go. Anyway, my pet, we thought we, my, she's like, what is that? this along at any, at any possible way? <laughs> you do not speed along a Southern story. Because <laughs> for that, I'm taking a pause and a drink. Oh, Lord. 
So anyway, we see a little white thing. My pick his head. I think that's her. So she comes out, and all she says is, "Emmy, it's Mama." And the dog runs like a sissy in a dick tree, running to dick. I mean, just a dick tree, sissy in a dick tree. Barrels out of the bushes. She comes. She's filthy. I ended up having to basically bathe her. And so she runs out, runs to Pecky. The dog's freaking out. And then we're like, okay, great. We're just going to take her back. Dad will never know the wiser because he'll bitch to everybody for six months. Well, yeah, Matt's trying to kill my cancer, but he's trying to kill my dog. That's what he'll say. (laughs) Lovely. Get in the car, and my aunt Peggy says, "Wait, do I got even that sandwich left? I'm hungry now." <laughs> and then we realized, y'all, this is a story. So my aunt Peggy had cancer about two years ago. Went to MD Anderson as well, y'all. She's a tough bitch. I love that woman. She's she, tough. I've met her. She, she had oral cancer, so she had cancer right under her bottom teeth. They at MD Anderson basically. This is a whole other long story I won't get into. Yeah, we don't. We need to move on. She removes the whole, they remove the whole bottom part of her lip, her parts of her tongue, her jaw. They have to rebuild it all. Well, so she has kind of like this little bitty like line on the bottom of her mouth. And so what they do is they put magnets in there. Stop it! Stop! She does. She has magnets there. So she has, they make a silicone bottom lip for her and she has a silicone lip. So she takes off her lip? She can take off her lip. And so she just got a new one like two weeks ago. It's a much nicer one because my Aunt Peggy wanted, wanted a more of a blush color than a coral for a lipstick. <laughs> so this woman down at MD Anderson loved it. <laughs> but she made the blush lipstick. It looks much oh, better. Stop it, stop it. I can't better. believe this. This is not so, real. <laughs> so we get home and Aunt Peggy looks at me and says, I look at her and I say, Aunt Peggy, where's your lip? <laughs> What do you mean, baby? I said, and Peggy, where's your lip? The lip stuck to the peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and I fed the sandwich to the dog, and the schnauzer ate my Aunt Peggy's lip. I have no words. <laughs> and that's why I'm two hours late. <laughs> you know, I think that's fair. <laughs> I think that's fair. Oh. Y'all, let's just start this show. <laughs> that was an eternity, but it's it was, you know what? I will say that was worth it. For the last bit of story you just said, that was worth it. <coughs> None of them usually wind up that well. They just kind of like bleed into like sadness normally. But that had something. <clears throat> um, y'all, this is the show. Um, so y'all, let's start with a couple announcements. Let's, um, do. let's besides <laughs> terrible stories about lips. She with did say with- when I we realized the lip was gone, she said, "Well, shit! I just bought a color to match that. <laughs> so I'll take it back." Because my aunt Peggy hates spending money on something she doesn't need to spend money on, y'all. She's tight. Uh, yeah, and she's wealthy, right? She's got enough money. Probably why she has money. She's spending. All right, let's talk about some. Let's talk about some announcements, but let's talk um, about across. Well, the we're about to get into February. 
and uh, a couple of things that are coming up this week. Well, it is February when the show airs. It airs tomorrow. So That's we're right. recording right. on Sunday. So this um, is February. So this week we've got an interview with Kevin, the hot model from Bling Empire. Bling Empire. Um so we're excited to talk to him. Uh that'll probably go up on Friday, I think. Well, uh, we interview- haven't even talked. We're interviewing him. We're interviewing him on Thursday. It'll go up sometime this week. <laughs> Y'all, we're doing like ten shows. I, will, this week. I don't. It's you know how good. you know how you plan a lot. You plan a lot of little things, and then they uh, all come they together, all coalesce like, and all telescope into one week. That's what this week is like. Well, you know, today is the first day of the Mercury retrograde. Perfect. Bring it on. <laughs> bring on the bring on the fuck machine. <laughs> I will say because the other thing we're doing, you guys, is we're uh, we are dipping our toes into the Bravo pool, and we are starting with a like a just a like a gross, trashy classic, Summer House, and we're doing start the new season, which is season five. People have asked, "Oh, are you going all the way back?" No, bitches, we're doing the original. Maybe later. Um, we're yeah. going to do the first couple episodes like we normally do uh, on, the free on, feed. on the free feed. And then the rest will be at the $8 level of our Patreon. Mostly when we do the $8 level, because this is not a binge. So it's not really the it's $5 level. Going, yeah. And this $8 level is going to be at least the, we know that summer house has at least 15 to 16 episodes. So if you're wondering why we choose certain levels for Patreon, it is not arbitrary. I've thought a lot about it. It's not um, arbitrary, but also who cares? It's our Patreon. <laughs> who cares? I have to have reasons for everything. You know me. Yeah, no shit. It's really enjoyable being your business partner sometimes. <laughs> you know what? Everything works. Everything has reasons. Um, so that's going to be at the $8 level of Patreon. Tell that um, to my Aunt Peggy who's watching her dog shit because she wants to find her lip. She would put the lip back on after her dog. I told her not out. to. I told her not to do it, but she's like, she's like, honey, that's thousands of dollars. I'm like, get a new lip, get a new lip, Aunt Peggy. I don't think she would wear it. I hope not. That's just really <laughs> disturbing. I'm kind of having a hard time with that. <laughs> it's not like something that fits on your face. It's in your mouth. No, I don't you think she would always be thinking about your dog's ass. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I don't know if I can get past that for the rest of the show. <laughs> that she was thinking about that. She should just call that a loss. <laughs> I'm having problems even imagining that going anywhere. So, so, so oh. we're we're doing summer house. Uh, first two on the on the free feed. The rest of them will be on the eight dollar Patreon. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we're also should we announce this? We're doing a crossover. I don't know when it'll be up. Um, we need to talk to them. We're doing a crossover oh. with Giggly Squad, which is yep. Hannah and Paige from Summer House. Yep. They're, um, they're another ACAST show. And so yep. our ACAST rep said, hey, we think this would be a good fit for you. And ACAST is so supportive of us. So uh, we're we'll happy to We'll let you know that. when that's up. So that's a we'll let you know when that's up. And then also, too, we just want to remind. So uh, for our, again, for our Patreon people, um, 
we are doing our, we're doing House of Ho as a bi-curious. Normally do the bi-curious the first week. Um, we kind of have been dabbling between the first and the second week if we have a busy first week. And this is a busy first week. This so is we're a gonna really be, busy first week. Um, and it's busy at my cubicle warrior job because we're, we got to submit taxes. No one cares. So, no one no cares. One, I just, people said they like <laughs> when I talk about my cubicle warrior job because they feel hurt. Well, I don't. So anyway, we're just letting you know that um, the House of Ho uh, will go up next, next Friday or Saturday. Yep. And y'all, if you haven't watched House of Ho on HBO Max, what are you doing with your life? True. It's amazing. True. You need to watch it. You I'm going you, to? You we're going to have to love talk about it. it. You would we love know what it. episode we're talking about? No, all of them. I have to watch all of them. There's only seven of them. Fine. I'll choose one then, but you need to watch at least the first two to know who they are. You should choose one episode because that's what we do. I will. Again, I will. Just I going will. by the rules you've said. It's already over. Well, um, choose one and then so we'll I'll let choose one. Know. And it's okay. not getting done this week anyway, so stop nagging me. Here we go. <clears throat> I mean, I could have done that in the time you spent looking for your father's dog. That's true. <laughs> um, I think that's it for the announcements. I think that's it too. Um, was there anything else? I don't know. We'll think of it later, Y'all, everybody. If you haven't checked out Bling Empire and our in our uh, collabs with uh, Add to Cart, uh, Melanie Maras, and Asian Not Asian, and the fabulous, the icon, the one and only Margaret Cho, you need to check time. that out. And those are all on the free feed. All the collabs are on the free feed. If you want to listen to our recaps, those are all on the Patreon, $5 level. Shout out to Christina who edits our, who's on the sissy team who edits our memes because she just put a really funny meme uh, that we did on our Instagram 90 day or not 90 days. Sorry. Reality gaze podcast. Um, on Andrew. <laughs> it's pretty good. And then after this episode, it even resonates more. Y'all we're not, we're not talking about him right now, but I think he's the worst male this season. I don't know. Jovi's oh, Jovi no. really comes close. This, I think this Andrew, episode. I think Andrew, I think, but, I, but, but Andrew's so awful in so many ways. You know, who's actually really bothering me and let's just jump into them. I am a really not team Mike. I'm after this episode, y'all she's cuckoo. She's kaboo boo. I'm Natalie Stan. I'm saying it now. I'm Natalie Stan. I'm kind of, I'm kind of there with you. Um, okay. I'm I'm va- I'm vacillating on one side or the other. Don't um, use that term because it just reminds me that you're like fucking someone on a boat. <laughs> it's gross. Vacillating? No, it means I'm just going. I back know, but and when forth. you move back and forth and you make that smiley face, because I know you, I know that's your sex face. Y'all, have you ever fucked on a houseboat or a boat? Ain't <sighs> nothing like fucking on a boat. Saying that now, and or just sleeping on a boat, which like you're just like rocking back and forth especially if you're like in the like the stern of the boat <laughs> wait i'm getting horny wow. I need to move on. <laughs> yeah wow i love when i make you uncomfortable with how real it gets <laughs> and yeah, I can, it's pretty and real I can see a look on your face that goes i didn't need to know that because i can almost see this now this is gross for me. Boats are burn the boats down. And you can see me like waking up next to them and kind of like talk about getting, Natalie. getting bedroom eyes with them. So y'all, Trish is leaving. Oklahoma Oprah is leaving. God, she's out she's of there. She's best mom in the 90 day universe. Well, she's I don't pretty know close. she's the best. Uh, you know what? Let's uh, say, oh, she's oh. the fairest. Let's say that. Yes. A woman with that hair can't be the best. <laughs> Sorry. 
Sorry. Um, someone on our uh, sister squad called them, y'all, these are some Bon Jovi bangs. And that's exactly what they were. You know what? It's true. And my cousin Kelly said, um, she we were she came over again. This was earlier before Lipgate, but she came over and she even said she's uh she graduated in eighty nine and she said, That's the shit that I saw in high school. <laughs> Trish, Trish, you you don't change don't don't change a classic, right? No, Trish? she's really she's really into this show. So is her husband Dale, who's a doctor. Everybody loves that oh, game. People like straight men by the droves are into it. I have a oh. cameo right now for the wife says, I don't really watch the show, but my husband loves it and never. And she's like, he loves listening to you guys. I just did a straight cameo too, y'all. Come at us. We love our straight cameos. My straight cameos. That, is that us trying to act straight? That would never work. Never tried that. Didn't work. Um, hey, y'all. I'm here to date the ladies. <laughs> Let's your beautiful hide. Yeah, when you start talking about their makeup, that's the that's a pretty big clue. That's a pretty big clue. So, <clears throat> okay, so Tri- Mike and Natalie, Mike's like, we're in a good place. And so Trish said, Trish is leaving, and she sits Mike down, and she's like, well, she's like, she's a nice girl. She's trying hard. and But Trish says, are you, she kind of says, are you concerned about her intentions in this relationship? And she doesn't really actually say, but do you feel like Trish is saying, does she want a green card or? I think she's trying to be very, very diplomatic. With, she is. Uh, our, he, she wants to say she's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Um, yeah. And she wants your, she wants a ring. Do you know how far she wants to go beyond that? And I feel this is an American privilege that all the American families have. Cause we saw that we were, we were talking about the, the tell all today they're always like are you sure they're not here for a green card because america is the best country on this earth and otherwise why would anyone else want you <laughs> that's that's kind of what it is why yeah. would someone be with you um yeah. and so trish even said she's really um is she really into being with you or does she kind of want to come over and do her own thing? And we learn she is asking about the green card and we learn where Mike gets that, where Mike gets the talent of talking around things and not actually talking about oh, anything. Right. They don't, I don't think they ever have any actual conversations. No, they don't have any direct conversation at all. But then she's like, when are you going to give her a ring back? And this is where I wish either our show was a video or this was a live show because Mike just does his. Nope. Eh? I'll shrug my shoulders, pull my bottom lip up, and my eyes go up. Because and then, he's been—he's always been able to do that. Because big guys who are non-threatening can get away with shit like that. Because yes. he's worked his whole life because he's so big to be non-threatening, and because he—he uh, he can kind of blend in, even as like a six-seven guy. Um, he's had to, his, his expectations or sorry, his expectations for expectations for life have to be so low Yes, for, and, and, you know, it's, it's hard being a tall person. Um, uh, they call, they actually say, you, cause you meet tall people and they'll actually hunch over because they, oh, yeah. they're, yeah. Well, he says, we're working on it. Um, I, I don't feel like I need to rush in and give it back to her. And I want to talk about that. What are they working on? No one ever says what issues. Is it trust issues? You know what? 
what the fuck I mean, are I you working this, on? I wrote this down way later whenever they're um, in the store. And he says, like, we, got a lot he's to work like, on. we just have plans. We just have things we need to work on. And I wrote, what things? What fucking things, Mike? What actual fucking things? Give me examples on what you need to he work on. He never names it. And it's so fucking frustrating. He's, it's horrible. And so Trish she says, doesn't either. But she does. She she well, but she comes at it from her own perspective. But she does get more specifics of what she is very clear and specific about what she wants. But it's all from her perspective, not it from is. a couple's perspective. <laughs> but at least it's a specific. He's giving True. nothing. I I'm agree. Very, that therapist, marriage therapist, better fucking read them next week. Although yeah. he looks really young and experienced, and will probably eat him alive. I will say though, Natalie, Natalie only. Uh, her goals are only for seemed like involve her yes, uh, and for what she wants because she was saying when Mike's mother was here, she helped me a lot. Now Trish said though, she said, look, the whole ring thing, ring thing. I think she's sorry for doing that and she's over it. You're not. I agree with that. You're that's not very, over that's very, very, uh, that's, that's very, very smart of her to say that. And she, and Natalie's apologized for that. So it's like Mike needs to either get on or get going with trying to fix this problem. Well, and he's not. This is this is a real problem because Mike never does anything in his life. When people pressure him to do things, he shuts down. He shuts so, down. Oh, he was better when his mom was here. Oh, he was so much. She's like, he's better when mother's here. And then when mother here, no planning of the wedding. Poof, it's gone. Right. And so it's so it's the next day and you called it when you said that Natalie see things so black and white because they're sitting there and she's like, my talk to my mother. My mother loves you. She's always on your side. It's this. Whole <laughs> she loves either, you. She's always on your side. It's either yes or no. And then Natalie keeps saying everyone's ask. All my family's asking about the wedding. Um What's going on with the medic? And then Mike says, yeah. And he just literally, y'all, you can make a meme. For like 30 seconds, he just goes, hmm. Yeah, mm. that kind of like lip pursing. Mm. That. Mm. It, and he says, I think we need to talk about that later. Fucking now, win, Mike. Fucking win. That is super frustrating for her. Oh. And and that, oh. that's why this episode, I was kind of like, Mike, you just need to get it together. Your Your mom was here. And it's, it's a perfect example. I, I get I get triggered by this, not because it happened to me, but because this happened to so honestly, so many of my girlfriends, not girlfriends as we, <laughs> but girlfriends as in girlfriends, girlfriends, um, girlfriends. Yeah. so many of them were with guys who would not stop and commit yeah. and give them an answer and be clear and specific about what they want. And they, they strung these women along for so long. And then at the end said, well, she's just a quote, quite crazy bitch. She's just so yeah. demanding and nagging and all this kind of like patriarchal bullshit on women. And I think Mike is going to end up doing that to Natalie. Cause he's starting that. To I, me. I, I agree with you. Um, Oh, the, the I don't one, like him at all. The, I don't the, like him. The one thing that's different from the people who your friends is he actually gave her a ring first. And then she threw it back that's at him, true. which wow. for me, that's something that's something to a fragile ego of his. So, well, that, that did happen to my friend Tamika Jefferson, but that's a whole other story. I won't talk about. But that. but I'm saying uh, th- 
Unfortunately, and that happened at a bowling alley. It was different. <laughs> and then there was like a bowling ball fight. We need you to know move what? On. We need to move on. Um, what I'm saying is that's what he can use as his bargaining chip. You're exactly yeah. right, though. He doesn't want to get married. He's scared to get married yep. because he's scared to commit. Now, in his defense, I would also be scared to commit to someone like Natalie. <laughs> she, is, she is not with it. She yeah. is not normal. She has processing, like the way she processes things. We're going to talk about this when she's in the forest. Things got weird. <laughs> now, at the same time, though, he seems to be in love with her. And I'm asking, okay, why? I, I, I think, I, I think all this might have to do with laziness, and him, his lazy. resistance to change. I now, said this before, I think he's lazy. I and and I, I will say it, that, that doesn't make it any better for him. Yep. Yes, I'm telling you, he, he definitely owes Natalie uh, a wedding planning. He definitely yes. owes Natalie. A, he they got the date. He definitely owes Natalie a discussion about yes. wedding planning, about who's coming, where they're that, gonna get married, what type of wedding they want to have. Well, y'all, it's, it's laziness. He wants it to be a justice of the peace wedding. That's because because he probably either doesn't want to spend. I'm telling you, Mike is so lazy. He has never gotten employee of the month, <laughs> and if he has, fucking send me that screenshot. Um. So basically, he Natalie says when when uh, his mother left, uh, he stopped planning wedding. Um, and you know the the Poodle Skya method definitely says you keep pressure. And first of all, the Poodle Skya method, she would have if she would have been following that, she would have left at, when she didn't get the ring after the second week. We haven't heard from her in a while. Is she okay? I think I she's she okay. Uh, I I I kind of sent her an uh, an email. But uh, and when I do send her an email, I get gah, 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 back on my computer. Oh, so I, I think say, she's I busy. thought she earned her laptop that Tiny's businessman gave her. Whenever I think he she's died. really annoyed with this season because uh, oh. no one's really following. Uh, oh, uh, even even Yara, even Yara's fallen short of what uh, Olga Pudelskaya wanted because she got yeah, pregnant she got, and and one on one too. <laughs> Don't do. Bro, I mean, they tried to remove their ovaries in the school, but uh, I don't think that worked. I don't think that worked. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, y'all, um, Natalie. Um, so the, anyway, they're sorry. They're <laughs> they're about to go hiking, and Mike's like, "I think we need to get to know each other better. Our feelings, our interests." And y'all don't like, pull over. Hold on. This is only the eleventh ambulance. In the last hour, <laughs> I think he'll marry Philip Grace. Actually, I think it's a cop. Never mind. So, so no, that's lesson. that's that's sad too, or that's that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's problematic yeah, too. But I'm yeah. saying that's a cop. Um. So it's when Mike says, "Well, we need to get to know each other better and our feelings." And I thought, uh, "No need to too late for that." Like you do this before you ask someone to come over to K one visa for ninety day fiance. Like, but what substantial conversations and getting to know each other better did they have on this hike? She just hugged and smelled trees. Is it? Well, first of all, Mike is already like, "Why are you putting on the lipstick? Why are you putting on all this makeup?" Um, 
Have you met Natalie? <laughs> have you met Natalie? <laughs> well, she explains. I love I love things that make me happy are things that are healthy and things that are sport. Well, and, and so, also Mike doesn't understand that she's, as we've talked about, we think she has some disordered eating. And so appearances are probably very Appearances are everything. To her. And so he doesn't realize when he, or maybe he does, when he makes these comments that it completely will throw her into a tailspin. But she got over it when she saw those trees. Well, but she does this weird distancing thing with, she doesn't answer him on the way there. And yeah. it, it kind of freaks me out uh, when she doesn't answer and she won't even look at him. Huh? Because she says, when she talks about the makeup, she's like, is it bud? And he might just goes, well, I'm just saying. Shrug shoulders. <sighs> yeah, but it's that kind of. Eyebrows. But the worst response is immediately shutting down. No, yes, yes. But uh, I think. But that's her trauma response from something. It's her trauma response, but it's his never having a fucking opinion about anything and saying what he thinks. It's, yeah. It's, 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 it's no, both. I agree I'm with not you. Just, it's both. And they're honestly, you guys, they are so bad for one another. I wrote that down too. You could not find two people who are worse for one another. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like millions of times you've said that before. You said, um, who did you say was, um, you said, um, oh, uh, you said Jason and Cassia were two people who were horrible for one another. No, they're not. They're just a mismatch. There, who was there? Was um, somebody else you said is the worst? Oh, Stephanie Yazan. and Ryan are pretty bad for one another. Stephanie and Ryan, Yazan and oh, terrible, terrible. I, it's, this, it's this whole, sh- it's this show that exploits people who, you know, we've said this again, you guys, uh, again and again. It's never about what you want. It's it's always about what you need, and what these people think they need is so wrong. It so, could not be further. So wrong. Oh, so I, I, I said, him, well, never mind. I'll wait till we talk. About she it. is, she's smelling trees. It's giving her energy. She's like, I think you- that I shall never see a poem as lovely as a tree. Is that another choral song? Yeah. That you- <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. All the songs that you come up with are choir pieces. And and they're not solo songs. Most of them. Does, does that mean you peaked in high school choir? <laughs> my heart's in the highlands. My heart is not here listening to you. <laughs> um. Anyway, she one of the quotes is, uh, Natalie says, I like hiking a lot. It is healthy and normal. I am normal. I am normal. And Mike says, well, that's the only time that Mike's like, well, opinions out on that one. And then, y'all, this tree speaks to her kind of like, kind of like some, like a Silver Lake hippie on mushrooms. Mm, I love those. She just (laughs) walks over to it and she just leans in and she just smells. And, you know, Matt Sharp, kind of, they dropped the ball on this one. They didn't have their mics. Um, they didn't have their mics on for this part of the episode. However, but we at Reality Gaze, we had a crew on site. And we had our microphone. We actually knew something was going to happen. We mic'd this tree. Okay. And so we actually heard the conversation between Natalie 
and the tree. And we're going to play that for you um, now. Again, this is not a reality gaze theater. It's not a reactment. This is real. real. So here we go. And press play. And play. Hello, tree. I'm so glad to meet you. Uh, You smell so good. You give me energy. Why are your boobs on my bark? Why are your Uh, boobs on my bark? Because I'm getting to know you. I'm so sorry if you are so, if you are, uh, if you are shy. I'm I'm not shy. I'm just, uh, I'm a tree. We don't really have sexual preferences, but. um, It's okay if you do not have sexual preferences. uh, I'm not being sexual with you. I'm telling you, you give me energy. I like nature and things that make me healthier. I read energy and you are whizzing around like one of those rubber bouncy balls that people put on jacks that just bounces all over your grandma's kitchen floor and you can't catch it because it's a ball of fucking crazy. I want to throw my hair all over your tree. I really enjoy you. Please, I want to enwrap you with my blonde curls. Why does it smell like that Aussie stuff? That purple bottle. That's why you you still using that? I thought that got discontinued in like the nineties. Oh, pardon me. Is that a police car? Is that a police car? There is a there is an ambulance. Natalie, don't Uh, pull over. Don't pull over now. In rural Sequoia, Washington. It's good you're not driving. I know you're not driving. (laughs) You know you got nice boobs. I'll give you that. And And stop, stop, stop. It's because it wasn't a scene. Stop. Yeah. Anyway, y'all, we'll be sure to mic any tree that's out there. <laughs> I I enjoy the tree's deep voice. <laughs> um, I want to say I want to just say thank you to uh, Gary and Loretta who were our field crew for that. Great, great job, Thanks, y'all. Gary. Thanks, get Loretta. Anyway, she Mike is like, okay, let's go, and we look over, and Natalie's just petting the tree. Uh, we can't play what the tree was saying then because I think it might have turned him on and it feels sexual. Yeah, it felt, but it was very sexual. She's just petting the tree. And this is what, again, I was like, I don't like saying it, y'all, but I just went, wow, Poodle is right. Everything is so, she's that Katy Perry song, hot and you're cold. Yes, no, in, that is her. Cause she's yeah. now, is, now she's quote unquote happy in the forest. So she's, she, she's a, what, a, 30, 28 year old woman skipping in the forest. Yeah. Maybe. It's, do, you, do you think she's bipolar? No, I don't think she's bipolar. Um, I think she's trauma. I think yeah. she has trauma. And I think that because if she was bipolar, there would be more mania and it would be more classic. It's really, not like, she has mania, but not like, I don't, I don't think bipolar. I think more of, she is trying to, she is desperate desperate we all are but she yeah, is just, you're right it's more of a desperation she thing. is desperate for safety she wants yeah. to feel safe she does not feel safe she hasn't felt safe probably for a long time and she thought mike was going to give her this safety and guess what y'all he's not going to give her this safety. And he'll never Mike's be able to shrug his shoulders and it's going to crash and burn and she'll go back home yep i agree i think i think she if she doesn't go back home and they get married, she'll be unhappy and they'll, and she'll leave him. I think she's getting depressed because she says, um, well, this is later. Um, 
We'll say it now because it kind of ends sad. So then we won't because we still got more to talk about with them. But at the end, when she says, I feel like I'm falling, that's, yeah. a, sign, that's a sign of depression where people just feel like they're falling all the time. Well, so she's in the right. Pacific Northwest. <laughs> it's always yeah. cloudy. <laughs> and, and apparently the QAnon capital of the United States. And we the, haven't even talked about The mayor's into QAnon. The mayor is into QAnon. You guys. Of Squim. Yeah. This is hearsay. This is just me guessing. Mike believes in aliens. Does Mike yeah. believe in QAnon? I don't know. That's like a whole know. other level of and, cuckoo. And that's actually like domestic terrorism. So we sh- actually should. You're right. We shouldn't like associate. Yeah, I would. I would. Do not, I don't want to assume. It's like when some people say, "Oh, he looks like a proud boy." I don't ever want to assume that. That's true. Yeah, I don't want to assume that either. Um, but y'all, that shit's crazy. We've had some people join the sissy squad and think that they can talk about that. We Ew, boot- we're going to shut that down soon, y'all. We're going to shut you down, and we boot you immediately because you're crazy. Yeah, there's no room for right. crazy. There's no room. We're you're- crazy enough. Okay, so then next, you guys, they are they're going to go to an antique store. Because his closet smells like fucking. What did you say? His closet smells smells like again. I said, I said the top note is beef jerky. You did say Um, that. uh, That that. (laughs) So that's the top note. Not turkey jerky. Not that teriyaki. Not that teriyaki you get at Costco. Beef jerky. Beef jerky. Uh, Or like the smell of kind of like like a raw meat smell. Okay. (laughs) Okay. okay. Yeah that that's the top note. Yeah. Um, there's also some mold. There's also some mold, mildew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You said feet. There was feet in there there's too. There's definitely feet a- there. Yeah. Uh, she's not having it. Drakkar uh, Noor. I think that's what the other. Yeah, one. I think it was Drakkar Noor. Yeah. Ale, yeah. So yeah, she's like the closet smells. We need to go get smelling things. So they go to like an antique store. Um. It's called Heather Creek. Heather Creek. Heather Creek. And so they walk in this beautiful cell in Squim. And there's this salesperson there. I don't, they didn't say her name. She's like, welcome to Heather Carla. Creek. Carla. She says, welcome to Heather Creek. How can I help you? And y'all, and guess what? We were going to have Carla here, but she got sick. And so the owner contacted us. Owner of Heather Creek. Yeah. Owner of Heather Creek. And. Y'all, the owner is Dee Dee Rivette. Uh, hold on, I think she's right here. Uh, she's been, she's been, she's been waiting, uh, berating. She's been leaving four Just, star or uh, three star reviews. It's on too Amazon. late now. We invited, we invited um, Dee Dee. All right, I'm gonna go get her a drink. Dee, are you here, Dee Dee? Are you in there, Dee Dee? Oh where my are God! Thank you so much oh. for having me again. Uh, oh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually the owner of Heather Creek. Yeah, uh, I own Over the Fence and Heather Creek. And uh, uh, proud of both and, of them. And there was something else, but I can't remember it. But you serve food I, there. Uh, 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 <laughs> you know, yeah. Dee's memory is not as good as it used to be. <laughs> so, Dee, Dee this is I my first. I think it's called blueberry something. So, Dee, Dee, thanks for being here. Um, of course, I was. I was already down here. I was. Uh, I, I heard uh, Carla's sick. Is she really sick? You know, I, I'll be honest. Carla's not a model employee. Uh, I was down here because I was down here. Uh, I flew down here uh, to pick up some live T-shirts at the Long Beach Pier. Um, okay. And uh, I got to tell you don't, you, re- you don't resell those though, because right, you're not supposed to do that, right? I don't know what you're talking about. Not familiar. No, <laughs> I get I get merchandise, and you know this comes from China. They send it to me. I get it out. 
That's what we're supposed to, that's the American way. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. So anyway, I go down to Long Beach Pier because I'm getting the t-shirts and I got so many and I got like uh, 2,000 of them that say, my parents went to squim and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. Oh, okay. And, uh, and so, you know, I'm going to go up and, uh, uh, and then when I'm over, when I'm down here in Southern California, I'm always going to my favorite restaurant. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Um, I, I don't, I, you, you guys, I don't know how, I don't know. Do you guys really, I don't know if you, how you guys live in Southern California. You know, you, I don't know if you're out spending big money, you know, but I, I splurge a little bit. Have you heard of, uh, the Cheesecake Factory? Do you, have you been there? The, the the one at the Grove? I don't know. Is that uh, wait? I there's like more than one location. I'm not familiar. There, I feel like you've been to the one at Marina Del Rey. Uh you're saying Spanish at me right now, so I'm not. I'm kind of having a problem following. Okay. But you know, here's 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 what I want to know. Uh, I want to know how uh, uh, you, if you're not been to the Cheesecake Factory, you need it's to go good. there because the portions are amazing. You know, I got my I got my uh, uh, burger here that I got. Uh, it's uh, got some Limburger cheese and some sauerkraut on it, and I'm gonna take half of it, half of it on the plane. And you know, last time I got it, this bitch next to me on the plate said, "Why are you gonna eat that here? That smells a lot." I'm like, "This is America, bitch! I can do what I want." Wow, Didi, I just. Wow, you're so emboldened. Um, you I know, gotta- I'm America. I'm an American woman. I read my Bible. Okay, my yeah. Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You know, Did I it- take my vitamins every day that Tucker Carlson tells me to take. Oh, that's great. Now, I have a question, Dee Dee. I have a question for you. Um, why Heather's Creek? Where'd you get the name? Who's Heather? You know, Heather. I, I got to tell you. Uh, uh, it used to be the 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 antique store that was bef- there before was called uh, uh, Lands End, which was a problem because oh. uh, they sold they sued the previous owner because that was like a clothing company. Yeah, I don't know. Big, something big, yeah. something for some rich people. I don't know. You know, Dee Dee does well, but she don't do that well. So okay. just so you should know. Uh, and so. But Heather, Heather was the owner. Heather was the owner. Was, oh, okay. So the, the problem was, uh, so Heather, 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 Heather Crawford was her name. So she called it, uh, she was called Lands Inn at the time. And so she was, you know, she was the only employee there because she couldn't get anybody else. She had a real bad foot odor problem. Foot odor. It was bad. She foot was, odor. Oh, foot, okay. odor. foot odor. What'd I say? Was it athlete's foot? What am I speaking Spanish here? You not understand me? (laughs) Was it it athlete's foot? I don't know. It's just, it smelled really, it smelled awful. It smelled kind of like when cheese curds, you leave cheese curds out and they, they, uh, or in the garbage. That's not good. good. Have you ever been like in Canada where they have cheese curds on their French fries? Have you ever had poutine? Not familiar with poutine. No. (laughs) You know what? And I, I'll ask you to not use not American words around me. Uh, I'm <laughs> okay, not your Didi. elitist. I'm not your elitist sheeple that you okay. talk about. <laughs> okay, uh, Didi. Uh, but you know, here's the thing: uh, she had a fit, she had a foot or a problem, and uh, no no employee wanted to work with her, so she had to do the whole thing by herself. Then, in a freak like grain threshing accident, you know that that still happens up here. You know, it does. Uh, she got her arm caught. In a oh. in a in a thing, and it took off her arm, and then she couldn't fold t-shirts no more. So mm. she couldn't she couldn't have employees 
she had no employees. She couldn't fold t-shirts. If you're gonna, you're not gonna be in a in a in a in a, in a store and swim. You can't sell t-shirts. It was hard, even hard for her to run the cash register. So she comes to me. She says to me. She said, Heather says to me. Heather says, you know, Dee 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 please help me, help me to like, uh, uh, can you leave me some money to get my shop? And I say, no, you know, honey, you gotta you gotta pick you up by yourself by your bootstraps. That's so that's the American way. I'm not gonna help you. I'm not gonna give you a loan. You gotta work for it. So then, uh, uh, come next week, she drowns herself in a creek. Um, oh, and uh, 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 I I felt bad for like a day because you okay. know I tried to I tried to help her. I I tried to help her, you know. But she, yeah, you know, she, you know, it's a shame she's uh, burning in hell right now because suicide's the the immortal sin. Okay, Dee Dee. Uh, well, you know, but, you I know, think that's our time. Know, I I anyway, I just gotta say this. So anyway, she drowned herself in head in 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 creek. And so uh-huh. I called it Heather's Creek to memorialize her. That's really sweet of you. I will say, Carla, uh, the the saleswoman there, uh, she's okay. I, you know, she's kind of funny. Uh, I think she's got a girlfriend. You know, I don't even know what to oh. say about those people anymore. Oh, you don't okay. know who's got a girlfriend these days. Didi, I think that's all of your time. Wait today. a minute. She didn't pay for an ad. We can't let you talk anymore. Oh, you know, I, I will say, uh, we got two for one, two no, for wait. one squim spoons, two for one squims collectible spoons uh, tomorrow. Well, wait, wait, wait. As far I, as, I'm, and also Heather's Creek. I, I don't know why I want to ask this. What's a squim collectible spoon, Dee Dee? It's that kind of thing when a spoon is like short and you mm-hmm. can feed your baby with it, but you mm-hmm. never eat off of it because it loses all of its value if you take it out of the collectible case. It's a collectible spoon. That's the thing. Okay. That actually made sense. You know, you know what? Okay. Obviously, you don't know anything about the collectible antiques market in Washington. So uh, I'm going to go because uh, uh, Jake is standing behind you, just looking at you, drinking a drink. Uh, I he says, looks it angry. says that Muhammad, my uh, Uber driver, is ready to okay. go. Okay. Well, oh, Lord, if I never see anybody again. To okay, remember DB forever, Muhammad. Good God, I don't know what's going to happen there. Anyway, we'll talk to you later. Bye bye. Come Bye-bye. to my store over the fence and come to okay, the Bye. Thank you. Thank you. You don't. We still owe money for your ads. Okay, Poodle, Mister again. Uh, Although no, I was heard just that, You heard that last bit, boy. <laughs> yeah, uh, she really wasn't having her her, her Uber driver, Muhammad. Wow. Uh, <laughs> he looked pretty reputable to me. Anyway, word of advice, don't ever ask what Heather Creek means. <laughs> oh, really? That is a sad story? Yeah, you don't want to know. So, no, so. Um, I, anyway, they, they're around, they're, they're shopping in this store. Uh, and the, then they randomly tell the sales lady, who I believe Dee Dee referred to as Carla, that uh-huh. um, uh, the sales lady's like, you're not from here, which I'm sure – People I'm say sure that all Natalie the time to Natalie. All the time. And you know what? Uh, I think this is bringing us an interesting point that we as just anybody, anybody in any country, not just Americans, I'm sure, I bet probably people in other countries do this as well. But it's just, if someone is different than you, be careful because sometimes I think we think, oh, that's, and I, I, I think I was part of this in the past. Like we think that that is, you want you're accepting them or you're trying to seem that you're open wanting to talk about their culture but often asking someone where they're from just makes them feel othered oh totally um and see that I'm, I'm guilty of it from where i oh, live I, yeah i would say if someone, someone 
if someone spoke differently than me, I would say, where are you from? It, but you, you and I are coming in with a curiosity. We right. want them to feel included. And we think, oh, if we ask where they're from and want to hear about their native land of uh, Indonesia or wherever Tajikistan. they're from. Yeah. Yeah. And we're, we're trying to make them feel included. But honestly, it kind of actually has the reverse effect. The worst thing is the casting director or director thing out here. If you're, if I'm, you're in a casting room, which I'm, I'm in a, I'm in more than I'd like to be. And a casting director or a director goes, what are you to uh, yeah. someone? And you're like, what the fuck? Um, yeah. Because uh, they're trying to discern what you are. And most likely it's usually a mixture of something and it's it's interesting, but like it's never what you want to lead with. Um, no. Even though actors are happy to tell you because in their eyes, they're like, ooh, diversity. That means it's a better casting for me. Um which is fucked up. That's the way things are now. Not that it's a bad thing. I'm saying that they're so excited to be diverse. Yeah. Uh, but it's kind of tokenism in a way. It is tokenism in this way. So anyway, so Natalie just kind of lunches in and says, well, we're planning a wedding, but he's not helping me plan anything. And <laughs> Carla's like, uh, like, didn't even know all this. And finally, Carla's like, just says, uh, well, like Natalie kind of launches into her monologue and, Nat- and Carla says, well, congratulations. Good luck with that. <laughs> I'll be y'all, over there if you need anything. Well, that's the best thing to do if you're a retail employee, when someone starts telling you their life story. I've had to Walk do away. it. I'm like, you know, that sounds great. If you need any more help, I got a lot of work to do. I'm going to be right over there. Where Natalie then picks up a towel and says, look at this towel. It's beautiful. It's, it's not hideous. <laughs> She's just saying, it's beautiful. It's romantic. And she just wants something. She yep. just wants to guess. She wants to know what fucking candle is going to be. And she's trying to tell Mike, we have to plan. And again, that's Mike says, well, we have to work on things. And it's like, we don't uh, know what the what fucking are things. things are. What are things? Do you... Do you need to work on your rage? Do you need to work on what communication? Do you need to work on goals with one another? Just say that. You don't even know what you need to work on. That's a placeholder because you don't want to get married. That's it. Yes, that's it. I said he is not into this and he doesn't want to get married. And that's basically, Mike says he admits that he wants to have a small ceremony. But even that, Natalie says, Again, Natalie's not being unrealistic. She's not saying, no, I want to be wedding. She says, okay, but we still have to plan for a yeah. small ceremony. And I think ugh. I think it's that any <sighs> anytime anyone wants Mike to do something, you have to lead him to it with breadcrumbs like his mother yep. knows how to do. If yep. you if you approach him head on, he doesn't know what to do. And he yep. will fight you at every step of the way, yep. which is why they don't speak each other's language. Ding, 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 ding. And Airwolf is riding over me at this point. <laughs> well, that's all I have about them. Um, um, uh, yeah, and he said, I'm done. Let's go. And she's like, I feel like I'm falling. Um, when she said that, I actually put my hand over my heart. And I'm I know. Like, oh, I, I, a- this is the first time this season that I've really been like, kind of like you said, to <gasps> Natalie. What is yeah. wrong with you coughing? Honestly, get me reflux. No, get get a get a cough drop. We're gonna take a break so bitch can get a cough drop because I can't hear any more of her coughing. I can't believe you just said that to me. Let's. That's why I get cough drops. Oh, (sighs) sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? 
That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long, but yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get, and they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. 
It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Have hope, have hope. Keep going, queens. Your mother, your mother. Y'all, she uses this like fake diplomatic tone with me, no. and I see right through it, no. and it's garbage. No, he said, I'd when like talk to talk about things. Talk about two more people. And I said, I'd like to do two more. And he said, Yeah, that's what I just said. And I went, No, I'm agreeing <laughs> with you and saying, Yes, I would like to do, but Mother Poodle, no, this fucking fake this diplomatic tone. Mother Poodle ruined this for you. No, you try to be too nice. It's not even. It's not even like agreeing with me. It's like no, saying, "Yeah, saying, it's what I said." Don't you understand? I'm trying to be. I'm trying to agree with you. Blah, 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 blah. Oh my god! Cancel my subscription because I don't <laughs> need your issues. That you is know what? Your issue. Don't take that from me because that's my saying. You bitch it wasn't your saying it was a drag queen it was a drag queen that i said it to you when you were drunk trying to figure a guy's ass i wasn't trying to finger a guy's ass i was trying to decide what i wanted for dinner (laughs) close enough same thing um y'all you know what andrew's thinking about what he wants for dinner and puerta bayarta it's most likely a steak because he eats steak, <laughs> mashed potatoes, and maybe a salad with ranch dressing. Y'all, he um, has never had Mexican food in Mexico because I 
I had a kind of bolt from the blue at who Andrew was uh, this week. Now, Andrew. Finds a nut. We got to make that merch. We got to make that merch. <laughs> Andrew, eternal wearer of shorts. Does, does it doesn't matter what season. Was that guy in your theater class who always ran the light board oh, and yeah. like sucked up to everyone? Yeah. He's also that guy who was always talking to the girls and trying to like saying, can I rub your shoulders? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Every- <laughs> yes. 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 I yes. promise you y'all, Andrew rubbed a lot of girls' oh, shoulders. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and he was always saying, oh, you're so tense. And he was mm-hmm. always a little inappropriate and a little bit smelly. Uh, his, he has, his breath smelled like, like death. I yeah. guarantee you. This all tracks um i also need to say we had we had a kid like this uh in this and he wore this like light up christmas uh sweatshirt i'm or sweater i'm always amazed he didn't get beat the shit out of by the football team but he always rubbed girls shoulders and so it's it's totally like (laughs) daryl his name was daryl d it's daryl duncan i'll tell everyone um but (laughs) i don't care i don't give a shit but he always did that. He was always he loved running the light board, um, and he was really territorial. And he would always talk to teachers after class was over. That's Andrew. Um, so y'all, if a guy rubbed your shoulders in high school, that's the that's Andrew. Who and he, and he 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 dated a couple girls in high school, but and the the relationships were always super dramatic. And they would always be like fighting. They'd always be like great by like first period. They'd be fighting by sixth period. Um, oh, I don't remember that. I was trying yeah. to look up Daryl, but I couldn't find him. That's fine. He might be. He might. You know, he was never really ugly. He was. He was in a weird way. He was attractive, but he was so unacceptable just to be friends with. Um, you know those kids because if you're friends with them, you know you take down their whole reputation. So. Andrew ran the light board. He rubbed girls' shoulders. He's just a fucking creep, y'all. He's like, a creep. He's the I I might think he's a gross. He's, he's gross one of the guy. biggest creeps we've seen. Um, he's a, a very selfish piece of shit, and I'm concerned that he takes care of t- children and teaching children values because right. Amira is you know it's 30 days until she expires. It's July of 2020, y'all. And until Amira's- she expires, the visa expires. The visa expires. She's back. Um, she's uh, she's back in France, and she says that she's barely false. Like a false, and I've barely talked to Andrew, and he's very busy at the resort. <laughs> and she's like, I feel going so on jet tall. ski rides, and yeah, exactly. And whereas Andrew's like speed dating, <laughs> so they call. She calls Andrew. They're like voice and she calls and it's like ring ring. She says. Hey, Andrew, how are you? And he's like, oh, I just been out here getting some rays and some vitamin D. He's like, how are you? She's like, no, oh, I really haven't slept. I'm still remembering my traumatic time in the detention center. And then he says the fakest way, yeah, I'm sorry, <laughs> baby. <laughs> what a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. Oh, my God. And then he says, and honey, yeah, I know you were through a tragic situation, but we're kind of running out of time. And so if you want to be my wife and come to the U.S., you need, our options are to wait, which, you know, like, uh, uh, that's a big goose egg. We can't do that. So, So guess what? I think, don't, don't unpack. 
Just go to Serbia next week. <laughs> just go to Serbia next week. That's the oh. fucking plan. I, oh, by I, the way, this was hard I'm to not, watch, <laughs> honey. I'm not going to Serbia because I just took a vacation, so I gotta get back to work. <laughs> That's right. I gotta go back to work. I gotta dress up in clothes and in clothes I for kids. Got to go work because I just took a fucking week off of vacation <laughs> in Puerto Vallarta without you. Oh, those ATVs aren't going to drive themselves. If Sean Robinson doesn't read him on the tell-all about this, oh, he he has I, so I, much hubris. He he he. Who will never be able to say to see the error of what he's done? I guarantee you, he's so awful. I like it's so the way people are responding to Gross Malone, which they refer to him now on the internet as he he has easily lodged himself to the top of the terrible guy pantheon. I mean, you guys, this is like grosser than Big Ed. I, 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 because it's... Big Ed. It's this awful hubris. Um, and everyone knows a guy like this. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the plan is similar that, that uh, he's like, you're going to go to Serbia for 14 days for the quarantine and uh, then you're going to fly here, but I can't go with you because I got to work, you know, got to take care of the kids. But I'll, and, be, but I'll be in touch. And oh, honey, I'm I'm so sorry. My tour is here. I'm going to miss you. <laughs> I'm going to take lots of pictures and I'll be in touch. He actually says, I'm going to take lots of he pictures. He does say that. And he I and, fucking says that. And then she says, well, uh, uh, I looked and the uh, COVID cases are very high in Serbia. <laughs> He's like, I'm sure it's going to be fine. I'm sure it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I know. I read. I know. I read that on a, on a on a Reddit, but I read this on a different subreddit that said this works. It's got to. It was in all caps. And she unfortunately is so into him and is so enmeshed with him that she's like, I do not want to lose Andrew. I'm very worried about him. I I think something is a little wrong with her too. Like I, something happened. Like even with her affect, her eyes, I don't yeah, know she, what's going on. She does say later on, she's like, what do my goal is to go to America? So is it she dead set on she, does she want a green card? I can't figure her out. Um, I don't know if she's being authentically herself. That I, and I, That's a bad judgment. But I don't see... Un- unless it's an, a language thing, but she, cause she seems to speak decent English, but all I see is kind of, I see her, I see her really watching her words. Yes. And yes. maybe that comes from some kind of uh problem, but maybe. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of freaked out by her generally. Um, it, it uh, I don't, I don't think she's, she's well. On, it seems like, and I don't mean this isn't a bad thing towards Pie, but it seems like she's like fucking stoned all the time. But I don't think she is. I think well, you're I, don't, right. I think there's something going on. I don't think we know who she authentically is. Yes. Um, either she really hides it because she's always had to hide her identity somehow. And it's um, not like she changes. She's with the same with her dad. She was the same with Andrew. She's with yeah. the same Xavier guy that she goes and has lunch with. Xavier. Xavier. Yeah. Xavier. Xavier, um, who Xavier. is like Charles Nelson Riley in the French form with those glasses. Wait, Y'all, those are some no Charles Nelson Riley was, but I don't know if Xavier is Xavier you know, is. Is it I feel like it's hard to tell French guys. It's almost gay. impossible. 
You don't even know. Uh, It's a... Oh, that's the bane of my existence being in France for a while. You don't know. And it's because the French, even the French, the French male uh, straight guys are so kind of sensitive, although you can definitely get some dicks um, and not in a good way. But um, uh, especially younger French guys who I would come in contact with, they're all about knowing about who you are. They have so many questions about who you are, what you like to do. Um, uh, it, cause in America, it's always like, what do you do? What's your job? And in Europe, it's kind of like, what's your favorite ice cream? What's mm-hmm. your, um, uh, what, what's your favorite thing to do f- for fun? What's your favorite sport? Like it's, it's very interesting how they live. That's different from us. Because I remember asking when I was living in Austria, I remember asking things like, you know, what's your job? And they would kind of look at me like, what the fuck does that matter? Yeah. Or don't you want to know what I like to do for fun or what my favorite movie is or blah blah blah. Uh it's just it's just how we how we we define people as what they what their job is. And yeah, so that that says a lot for that says a lot for Americans. You know, that's a big thing on a first date or if you meet someone, don't ask them what their job is. Think of other questions. I ask them their net worth. Um <laughs> Amira's talking to and she's known for a while. And basically, he's just like, it's like a friend. Yeah. But he's like, bitch, this is a bad idea. Kind of looks like a hedgehog with Charles Nelson Riley glasses. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's like, she's like, he said, it's wait. So are you thinking about going to Serbia? And she's like, well, I'm thinking about it. And he's like, do not do this. Yeah. Everyone and, needs a Xavier in their life. And he actually says, and it's such a great word. He said, this is an abomination that he's actually <laughs> asked her to do oh, this. I love the French and and their uh, the the dramatics with the language. L'abomination. L'abomination. Um, I, I will, and he basically says, don't do it because this is, and every one of her friends is telling her the same thing, you guys. This is a bad guy. He doesn't, doesn't think and about you that. being a couple yeah. saying that and uh and and he's like i can't understand why she's gonna follow him around like that i just don't get it um because they've all probably seen pictures of andrew i i i think she's just so desperate to be anywhere but where she is in yeah. that kind of medium-sized french city where she feels like she's not going anywhere um she's she is very desperate that's what she I'm is. reading from her. I agree. Um, but she says, I really want to go to America, like you said before, and and I'll do anything to do that. So who knows? I, who knows? This story is not going to end well. It's not. Guys. She's hedge, not flying back. Hedge your bets on this one ending in tears. Uh, but not yeah. from Andrew, unless he ugly cries just for a show. And Andrew's going to end up marrying a girl who just graduated from high school. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he, because he, like, there, there was a thing. It's like, I, I hated that, Andrew. Yeah, he'll wait till, like, he's 18. But literally, graduation day, he's there. He's so creepy. He's oh, Andrew's awful. still goes to high school parties. I could see that. I could yeah. see that. Yeah. Um, shall we talk about... Uh, so much beautiful. I thought we were doing Tariq and Hazel yet. Next. Oh, we are okay. We can do Tariq and Hazel. <laughs> we can do Rebecca and Zia, though. Let's do oh, them. Let's do them. I think you're right. You think? Yeah, let's do it. 
I'm going with it. I'm I'm rolling yeah. with the flow since you already called called the dice. Well, so much. You know what? Um, I sent Rebecca a message on our Reality Gaze podcast, and I said, and she blocked you. <laughs> she said, "Stop sending me pictures." Of yeah, me. you're kind of obsessed with her. It's I love her, and I love, but I just said, and I meant it. After this episode, I said, "If you and Zed, hold on, I'm going to read it verbatim because I don't want to fuck it up. Don't want to mm, fuck it up. Too late. <laughs> too late. I wrote." If you and Zed don't make it, then we don't believe in love. That's what I wrote because I love this couple so much. And uh, she just wrote, okay. Keep the faith, heart, heart, heart. Keeping the faith. Keeping the faith. Earth. Oh, that's a good song, Billy Joe song. So I just want to say, let's get into it. But I'm, I almost had to excuse myself to an interior room in this scene. Uh, because he was like putting her hand, putting his hands all over her. Maybe. Yeah. Y'all, Zed looks good. He's looking good. I wish he wouldn't wear those primary color sweaters. We've already, we've talked about them before. I don't mind. I don't mind. Y'all, they're setting up their Ain't nothing wrong with a little cushion for the push. Oh no, they actually go longer. What? Yeah, I read that on NPR. Guys that have a little soft in the middle have more stamina and sex. That guy with abs, y'all, he's gonna come quicker. Uh, not in not in my case because uh, they're so into me, they just come really fast. Oh, I thought it's because they don't feel anything because your asshole <laughs> feels like the Hoover Dam, so it's just they don't feel anything. So it's just gonna like it's not the Hoover like Dam. Way- that makes no sense. You're 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 going into. It's very big. It's a big dam. It doesn't make sense. Thank it's you. Kind Thank of like you. A, it's like a big bowl. Like y'all, when you, when you, when you have a big mixing bowl and you pour out the chocolate cake and you've got to take your finger to rim the outside of the bowl to get the cake. <laughs> and that's what you have to do with your dick. If you're inside poodle, you gotta, you, you know what though? Outside. They're always saying, I can't come yet. I can't come yet. And I'm like, come! <laughs> because if you just put it in the middle, you're going to be like, what am I? Is my dick in space? I feel nothing. <laughs> That's more you. It's like a hot dog down a hallway. Oh, please, please. Don't even. <laughs> hello, hello. Don't even at this hello. point. Uh, right now, I'm as tight as Dick's hat band. So <sighs> well, that's possibly. all we have to say. So uh, they're setting everything up in the apartment. And y'all, Melody, Melanie, her friend who was at the private di- the Melody! Melody, who was a private dick with her. She's going to show up. And Rebecca starts chewing on that jaw because she's, oh, she gets protective. She's so nervous. Me. I hope she doesn't get protective. Uh, so alert, she does. Uh, Melanie basically says, uh, <laughs> she's or, or Rebecca says to Zia, you know, remember Melanie? She's the one who wanted me to do the background check on you. Oh, yeah. like, uh, <laughs> He's like, yes. oh, yes, yes, uh, yes I, remember. I remember. Um, I have to say that Melanie's wearing transition lenses, and we know how I feel about those. Yeah, Not just transition will. lenses, but purple transition lenses. And she loves an accessory scarf. Y'all, it's not cold outside, but she <sighs> loves an accessory scarf. God. I, you know, I, people have I mean, come at me before about transition lenses. I will never do it. But you will have an accessory scarf. Oh, by by all means. Um so, and Melanie's like, I'm going to ask the hard questions. Um, and because I think she needs to hear it from me. 
uh, because Melanie has been quite a skeptic of her relationship with Ziad. She has. She has. Um, and I, I wrote down, I bet it's hard for Rebecca to have almost everyone in her life to be questioning her relationship and always comparing it to her previous relationship. But but this is so many people in 90 Day Fiance. Yeah, but I... Anyway. But, but, but the she, fact that she had a prior relationship yeah. that was similar to that does make it more but difficult. But she just has no one who supports her. She doesn't, and that's difficult. Yeah, and it's it's it makes me sad for her. It does, um, that's got to be difficult, especially where she is. And she, um, Melanie's like, I remember you started talking to him, and it's just now he's here. And she walks in the house, and she looks at Zaved, and she said, "Y'all, Melanie's not a patient person." Because she said, "How are your parents and your sister?" And Zayed's just pausing to answer the question. She goes, Parency <laughs> and Sister O. Sister E. Coma say, say Parents, Sister. Sign language. Sign language. Parents, Helen. Parents. <laughs> sister. Yeah, she was, it was really Sign bad. Brother. With the dingling, this is my finger doing a penis. No, I'm saying your sisters. Uh, so he's like, yeah, they they really miss me. Rebecca's like, he knows what you mean, bitch. Calm down. Yeah, like, they miss me, but you know, I'm here with I'm headed with Rebecca, and that's and right. she, is it a one way ticket? Yeah, she does say one way ticket. She's like, a one way ticket. On I gotta put that on the Maddie's mix. What do we talk about? Not mentioning that. Can't mention your Spotify mix every time we do a show. Maddie's honking, talking mix, and Poodle's gay glitter club mix. Find them. No, I'm just saying it's actually kind of gross just to mention it all the time. So maybe just stop doing that. (sighs) Keep going. Um, you can tell me I'm right later. You're not. Uh, so. Melanie's basically like, so Zia, what do you do all day? What do you do, Zia? What you do she, today? You know, Did you? She says his name. She says Ziad. Ziad. What you do? You you. He's like, well, I uh, I I I got up, drank coffee, I watched a movie. She's like, well, you know, there's plenty of jobs around here. You can get a job. You can just walk to a job. And mm-hmm. Rebecca's like. Uh, Melanie, she can he cannot work until like six uh, six months after nine months after we're married. And you and know that Melanie said, but this just wasn't on camera. What I heard down at Ted's Auto Shop that they're hiring anybody who can <laughs> speak English. Here's the thing, Melanie knows this, and this Melanie is this is this. completely this is completely production initiated. It is. I, I yeah. I don't think Melanie is this shitty. No, Melanie, production is, initiated. Rebecca, if this is not production initiated, Melanie's a shitty friend. And she doesn't need to be her friend. But this I guarantee really, you this yeah. is product this is this came from production to say this. Because even Melanie isn't happy about saying it. You can just see No. It's yeah. so and Melanie No, this couple is fine. They're the, fine. Even, even, they're even between her daughter and Micah, they're fine. This couple oh, is fine. Rebecca has fucked a lot of shit up in her life, but she got <laughs> this right. Good for even, her. Even Peg, who who they got like, to know each other during Black Velvet when they were shooting pool. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I never knew a woman's touch. Y'all, if y'all don't remember when her lesbian friend Peg talked to, I'm telling you, Rebecca 
Y'all, Rebecca wrote. No, she came at us and she said, yes, it did happen, but it didn't happen the way you talked about it. That was when she had a lesbian experience. I still think she rode off in a bike into the midnight and had some really beautiful sapphic sex. Gorgeous cunnilingus. Gorgeous. Yeah. Anyway, there was it was like on linens that were nice and clean. Anyway. <laughs> it was still um, on a be- it was still on a beanbag though, y'all. So, so. <laughs> uh, Melanie's like <clears throat> Melanie's like, tell me it's different. Tell me it's different. Different. She's like, you know, you're on vacation, not on vacation. He's like, yeah, he, she no. says that, and then he and Zia kind of looks her like vacation. She's like, well, like, who is this bitch? She says, oh, Rebecca, it's so much. It is so much like last time when you know that guy that you lived with down the hall who was also from the Dick Riviera and the same apartments, if you will. And, and Zied went. What? What? And so that's where Rebecca kind of breaks Cats down. Cats out of the bag. And Rebecca she starts crying. Starts, she starts chewing on that fucking jaw and crying because she is concerned. Because that's what Rebecca does. She is concerned. And she's like, she's crying. She's like, I'm sorry. I don't want you to think that that I'm here because my ex is here. And she's crying. And then Zied, we see him say, I am in the same home. I hate this. Actually, he said, I hate this. I hate this. But that's his version of hate. Um, Then he finally kind of gets around to it. And he says, I don't care. Um, I'm with Rebecca now. I hold her and I kiss her. And uh, and I don't care about the ex. So this is a big thing for him because he has a big problem with jealousy. And that's that was explored during the first season. And yes, and that's where he says, I do not care. I'm here with her now. And that's when my asshole went goosh. He's so sweet. Do we see he's the best guy? He's definitely the best male. He's a really good person, but still, I want to bring up how often do we see men or even women, but especially like, so I guess that's it's sexist. I shouldn't say men, but we see people that come over here that really stand up for their significant other. Who is, especially I guess I say men because of all the men this year that aren't standing up Ugh. for the women they're Fucking dating. Brandon or Jovi or. That's why I say men. Yeah. That's why I say men. Yeah. The men could, like, I just, I literally was like, he is so fucking hot. I bet Zied, come at me, y'all. Zied's an amazing lover. Um, I'm saying it now. I, I am he, saying it now. I, I think he finishes fast. But, but I think, but well, I think maybe once they're like having, some, but I feel like all the go up, all the foreplay, he takes his time. That's what I yeah, think. Yeah, but the actual fucking maybe four or five minutes. It's gonna look um, like something from like when wet dreams may come or whatever. There's gonna be like an ice wet cube. Dreams just may come. <laughs> That was the Robin Williams Annabella Shiora uh, movie about the afterlife, but about coming. <laughs> Wet dreams may come. <laughs> How has that not been made into a porn? And it's literally Wet Dreams May C U M. I'm just that saying. It makes me miss Robin Williams, and it makes me miss porn. God um, those things. But I'm telling you, Zieb would take an ice cube and rub it and take it on your leg and watch it melt. Oh, I think he's a lot simpler than that. I think he's a lot more about, like, 
going downtown and I think the fucking is more missionary. I think it is. Oh, I think it's freaky deaky. No, this is someone who's from Islamic culture. Sorry. I don't agree with you. But she'll have to teach it to him. It's fine by me. I'm just saying Um, he's sexy and he's a sweet guy and I'm here for it. And Melanie, I agree. Whereas Melanie is that friend who just made you cry and said, oh, I hate that I got you upset. Give me a hug. Yeah, there's a lot of Southern women like that. (laughs) Bullshit. And then she says to him, she's like, I just want you to know, Zied, I'm not I'm not your enemy. And uh, uh, you don't have and he, he even says we don't have anything to prove to you. Fuck everything. Yeah. He said fuck everything. Yeah. I was like. Yeah, here's the th- y'all. I said this again. They're fine. They are fine. This is He's created fine. drama. It's this created is created drama. drama. Oh. There's plenty of drama with Andrew and Amira. Plenty of drama with uh, Brandon and uh, Julia. Plenty of drama with Jovi and Yara. I'm uh, happy though. I'm happy for Rebecca and Zia to tell their story and for them to get their 15 minutes. Good for them. I agree. Um, I think we're gonna. I think we should uh, pull up stakes there because we're gonna have a lot to talk about tomorrow, y'all. We still gotta talk about Brandon and Julia. We've still gotta talk yeah. about Tarzel. Tarzel. Uh, we gotta talk. Tarzel. We gotta talk about Jovi and Yara. Oh and God, fuck y'all! And don't forget, we got. Why didn't you pommel me last night? <laughs> like a beef steak. Like a. Why didn't you have sex with me four times last night? And over and just bam, 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 bam. I gotta tell you, I fucked your cousin Harris. By the way, because you wouldn't do me like I like. I will say, remember, uh, you gotta choke me or I don't feel alive. <laughs> she's gotten to the point where I fucking hate her uh, because I, she's just so awful. She's a horrible person yeah, and she she's a wonderful person on 90 Day Fiance. And no, it's it's good TV, but it, this TV. I, this episode was hard to watch because you got to see how broken she was, how um, broken she was, and honestly, how much I really feel skis that it's this is a, a it's like a white privileged woman who thinks she can just buy black. Oh, it's so like, awful! It's like, it reminds me of like Mandingo shit. Yep, I agree. It's and really gross. How, how she can um, manage everything he does. Yes. That said, there's going to be some scenes with her next episode, so you can bank on it, y'all. Um, Yo, what's the show? I still do like the season. This is a good season of a 90 Day Fiance. We needed this after the other way. <laughs> we tell me compared to that, this, this is, is better than the better. other way. Much oh, better than the other so way. Much better. I'm I'm really enjoying watching it. Hopefully, y'all are too, y'all. So we've got other stuff to catch up on. House of Ho, Summer House. Things are happening. We've got more things happening as well. I've talked to my friend who's a producer. Smothered is currently filming season three, y'all. So it's going to be coming back. Probably not for a while, but it will be happening. Rest in peace, Frank. Frank, Frank, Frank. Frank. I probably went to heaven. Probably went to heaven, (laughs) and I'm still masturbating. Um, Y'all masturbating the whole time. Oh, the whole time. And in heaven, you don't need lube. That's the beauty of it. That's true. 
That's the beauty of it. Y'all, you can go to realitygazepodcast.com for all the show information. Um, go to our Instagram. What's our Instagram, Poodle? It is realitygazepodcast. Yes, realitygazepodcast. And for Twitter, it is realitygazepod. It is. It is those things. And you can go and find us there. You can see our memes that we make with thank you again to Christina for handling that. Y'all join the sissy squad with our private Facebook group. Jackie's in there rounding everybody up and we're having a really good time. Our dead mother, Jackie, we appreciate her. Um, There's been there. We do have fun in there. Um, Also share. uh, There's a link in there. Y'all we're getting back on our newsletter. We've kind of, we just got busy in life. We've got uh, a sissy. And we're going to start. What's that? And we're going to start a new thing, you guys, called Sissy's Give Back. We are, Um, I guess. Oh, I guess we can announce that. Yeah, yeah. we can announce Uh, it now. It's going to be probably every month. We're going to start to. It is going to be. Not probably. It is every month. Yeah, yeah, every month. We're going to. This is something we've been talking about for a while. And uh, we've talked about with our mod squad. And this is going to be something we're going to do per month. It was actually spearheaded by Sissy Jordana. I'll give her. I'll give her name. Um. And um, we're going to be giving uh, to a, a very specific charity every month. Every month. Um, and, you know, think about think about what good we can do. We have over 8,000 members. If if half of you gave five bucks, think what we could do for a charity. We yes. could make such a difference in a charity's life. It's and, true. And we're and we're interested in doing that just because now now that we're to the point of like numbers, like that's that's five bucks with four thousand people. That's twenty grand. Think and, what that can do for a charity. And if you don't have the five dollars, that's okay too. Because we fine. understand take, take a pass. There's no shame. Or if it's not a charity you're passionate about, that's fine too. Take a pass. This, yeah, it's not a big this, deal. This month we're going to be uh, we're going to be giving to Black Girls Code, and we're doing this because uh, it's we want to do honor Black History Month, which is in February as well. Mm-hmm. And so Black Girls Code, um, you can go to the website blackgirlscode.com. But anyway, it basically um, they're all about long story short, but increasing kind of the number of women of color in the digital space by empowering yeah. girls and STEM, seven, seven, STEM technology and girls yeah. seven to seventeen to become STEM fields coders. Um, and so they, we won't go into their whole mission because but it's so, because mostly because black women are so underrepresented. So underrepresented. In yeah. fields. And yeah. my partner, you know, is interested in tech and has worked in tech and we talked about how he would be literally the only black person in, not just in the lower level, but even in the upper levels, like in right. some of these tech companies. So, so it's anyway, important to us. That's very, very important charity. We're going to be doing that through a Facebook link. Uh, if you want it in a, we're doing it through Facebook so that we don't want to do a GoFundMe because then we have to put it nope. in our bank account. And give, we don't want to deal with that. If Facebook, it'll just directly give to the charity and we don't have to worry right. about all that kind of stuff. So, and so if y'all, you do want to give, you'll need to join the Facebook group. I have and to if say. you, if you're not in our sissy squad and if you're not on Facebook, just join and uh, just join, make up a profile under another name. Yeah. Donna Downs. Downs. We got, and then we got fake Matt Sharp. M A T T E shark with an E. Essentia, whatever you want. You can be Dee Dee Rivette as far as you, but you know she's because she's not on Facebook. I'm almost certain she is on Twitter. She hasn't tweeted in a while. She's on Twitter. She probably she is on Twitter. She's gonna be riled up. I'm a little worried about her on Twitter. I swear to God, she tweeted me, and I was like, "Oh my God, what the fuck?" Dee Dee Rivette's a loose cannon on Twitter. I don't know who's Dee Dee Rivette, but it was loose. Ideas of Dee Dee Rivette do not reflect the ideas. 
and it's porridge. I don't know. Maybe it's Tucker Carlson. Uh. <laughs> Maybe. All right, everybody. So that's the deal on that. So thanks for agreeing to a poodle. So we're going to talk about uh, – we'll be doing that. And What just happened? Because that was so loud it hurt my ears. I just uh, – I was drinking my water. I was drinking. I'm drinking my water, and the cap fell. So, y'all, that's it. You, we appreciate y'all so much. Um, if you want a cameo for your Valentine's Day, get it now because you know, y'all, go get your cameo from it's Carl's wife. The, from this, from Maddie, and they're going. They're going fast. I will uh, say, I don't think they're I, at least five minutes. I don't think I can. Do, no, I don't think I can do a Carl's wife when I'm in Los Angeles. I think it fits here in Oklahoma. So if you want a Carl's wife, I'm here for the month of February. Get it now, bitch. Get it now. Uh, yeah. And I'll and I'll. I mean, I'm still doing Civil War cameos right now. Uh, Get that Civil War love letter. Nothing says love like a Civil War from Poodle to Drove. <laughs> anyway, y'all. Okay, we're going to jump off. Thank y'all so much for listening. Be sure to join us on part two. We call these people lonely hearts because, God damn, they're fucking lonely ass hearts. And we've all been there and we relate to that. Right, Poodle? We're just looking for love. forgot what i was gonna say oh my god <laughs> no, oh wait, my wait, wait, god wait 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 i got it, 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 I got it. um <sighs> this is riveting i have to i have to look at my the back side of my thing um yeah you haven't looked at your back side in about 20 years uh, oh here it is um and oh, fuck me um what is it where is it oh oh and if you like hiking a lot it is healthy and normal, and you like to be normal. Call us. Call us. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 